The Infertility Podcast is a place of inspiration for every season in life, a resource where listeners can be encouraged to push past obstacles and be motivated by individual stories. The premise of infertility is understanding the season you are in and realizing that there are strategies that can be implemented to enjoy a fertile season. Now on with the show. Welcome to another episode of the Infertility Podcast. This episode, I am happy to have my husband on and we're going to have a conversation as we have come to five years of marriage. Boom. Oh, yeah. All right. So there's a few questions that um, I came up with that I'll answer. He'll answer. We'll answer together. What have you is kind of free flowing. Um, So um, are you excited that we're celebrating five years? I mean, I guess. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm excited. (laughs) Okay. Um, So what has been your best memories in the past five years? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> what has been, um, I mean, there's been a lot. I mean, our wedding day. Yeah. Our honeymoons, our, our trips are that all great memories. That's mine. Um, buying our first home. Yeah. Buying our first car together. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, like, once you're married, there's a lot of firsts. Yes, definitely. All over because you've never done any of these things with. Someone. So you, even if you bought a home before, mm-hmm. you've never bought a home as a married person. Right, right. Um, where it's two people's name that's going down on that paper. And they're signing seven million seven pages. Million pages. <laughs> um, but no, I, I definitely think the wedding day was an amazing day. I think, um, yeah, the, the, the trips mm-hmm. and all the milestones. I mean, they make, even though... Those are probably more memorable. They and they stand out. They are only toppers to the waking up and not being mad that I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> oh man! But for me, I would say it would be the traveling. Um, you know, celebrating um, either birthdays or you know taking a trip on anniversaries. We've been to a lot of places, and I always have to write down the list and I leave things off but we've been to some amazing places Hawaii I think is like because it was an item on my bucket list I think that was one of my favorite spots right Cabo was nice well I felt like we almost got the western hemisphere yeah well we we're time to go to to the east we got a a little challenge going on um is there what's going on No, meaning that we want to go to all of these little small islands. So, uh-huh. so um, there's a couple that we have to cross off before we make it to that point. But we we've done a we put a good dent into it yeah. <laughs> in the past couple of years. How has your thinking shifted from before marriage, year one or so, up until now? How has your you know thinking shifted i mean it's i don't know that i would say it shifted it amplified okay um i get no i take it back it probably shifted a lot too <laughs> that's why i used that word uh-huh. <laughs> um you know i've i've always reminded myself that 
you are not a mind reader and mm-hmm. you were not raised the way I was raised mm-hmm. or taught the things that I were I was taught or at least not taught it in the manner mm-hmm. that I was taught. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't have my expectations mm-hmm. be placed on you. I mm-hmm. got to give you the ability to teach me who you are continuous. And it's not a joke. You are. I am still learning you every day. Um <laughs> new things and they say you learn somebody every day that's because some people change every day whatever um, but i think the 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 thing that amplified for me is that although i always said you know i need i won't have any expectations and i'll allow you to be who you are you subconsciously have expectations of people right right because in your mind, this is what's normal or this is what's right or this is how things ought to be done mm-hmm. and so it's foreign to you that somebody else doesn't think that way or, or, or move in that, that, that way. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for me, that's what's continued to be the thing of, of, is this an expectation? Is this something we've discussed? Is this something? And to talk about those things and, yeah. and just keeping that open line of communication, um, for me, um, and what that has caused is it's caused me to do a lot of self reevaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if there's a shift, that's where the shift happens is that, um, I have to remind myself, like, that's not fair to her. Mm-hmm. That's not like how she, how would she know that? Who, who told her that, that that's the way I would think and, and things of, of that. And, and I think that being able to take a pause and do those things have helped me grow as a person mm-hmm. because yeah, yeah, it's marriage. It is marriage. And, and for me, I would say. Um, one, one of my mentors always says this and I, I've carried it through my marriage is, you know, marriage and relationships in general, it's about sacrifice, you know, um, because you'll get to a point where you feel that you cannot compromise. So what are you willing to sacrifice? Right. And so I think that that has really, um, shifted, um, through my, you know, through my ways of thinking in the marriage. Um, you know, when you are, getting married you have an idea of what you know life is gonna look like and what um you envision right and sometimes it doesn't go as planned you know we we make our plans but the lord orders our steps so um i've really come to a place where i've learned um to embrace your spontaneity I'm a very planned person. Um, if you know me personally, I like things planned. I like things organized. Um, I am definitely not one that you would categorize as um, spontaneous, but my husband is a bit of a spontaneous person. And so I've learned to embrace that um, through the years. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think that what that has done is it's caused me to grow in that manner as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, it's caused me to grow. So how, well, look at that. How have you grown? It's, it's caused me to grow in that area because I'm more planned mm-hmm. out and I think about things, but how have you grown, um, over these past five years? Um, I think again, like just embracing each season for what it is. Um, I'm a really a planner. I've always been this way. Um, I do to do lists. I still to do to do lists. I have checklists. I have things that I, um, you know, want to accomplish and I strive to accomplish them. But one thing that you've helped me, um, grow in is embracing the fact that, okay, you didn't meet this deadline. You didn't meet this goal. What are you going to do next? Like, don't, 
build an altar there. Don't bring a build a tower there and be like, okay, well, I didn't make it and just be so hard on myself. You really have helped me shift my way of thinking. And so I've grown into um, really changing the, the way that I think and the way that I operate with myself. Um, because I'm the type of person, I extend grace a lot to other people, but I don't I- embrace it to myself. So, oh. <laughs> so, so, so while you, I annoy you as being a maximizer, it's helped you grow yes, that you I'm are. a maximizer. Yes, oh. you are definitely a maximizer. I'm just trying to make the best out of everything, you know, <laughs> maximize it all. No, nah, but you know, I, I think it's, I think that's what it is, is mm-hmm. that it's, it's, we found or we've come to terms with learning how to come to that middle ground mm-hmm. where you understand that I'm not going to want to plan everything. And and part of that is because I overthink everything. Right. I maximize everything. So when it comes to vacation, I don't want to think, overthink anything. <laughs> I don't want to plan Book anything. the place, the date, and that's all we need. Like, we, mm-hmm. all we need, we'll figure out what activities we'll do when we get there. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how much we're planning on spending for fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And... As long as we won't spend more than that, let's just show up and spend money as we go. And if on the last day we got $5, then <laughs> that's all we'll use to eat at the airport when we get back, $5. And so I, I think that what you've taught me to do, though, is to, in other areas, to be more structured with my organization. Mm-hmm. Um, never did I think I'd use a calendar and an agenda as much as I do <laughs> now. And now if I don't have it in a planner... It don't count. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why we have a shared calendar because I that way I can know what you're doing, you know what I'm doing, and we're good. Because I don't ever know what I'm doing. <laughs> so, um, what qualities do you feel has helped us best during this season of infertility, of walking in infertility? Um, you know, I don't know that it's one that's just in walking in this season of infertility. I think it's just in the season of marriage and mm-hmm. everything. It's it's knowing when to communicate mm-hmm. um, it's not just being open to communication but mm-hmm. knowing when to communicate right. what's the person's state of mind mm-hmm. when you're trying to bring up this thing like yes i left the cupboards opened again All are you time. going to tell me that i left the cupboards open when i'm having the best moment or the worst moment mm-hmm. Are you going to down on my parade or are you going to beat me while I'm down? Or are you going to remind me when we're just relaxing and say, you know, babe, you left the covers open. <laughs> you know, that when uh-huh. that when matters because, you know, you don't want to rain on somebody's parade when it's when it's a good moment. But you also mm-hmm. don't want to beat them when they're down mm-hmm. in a bad moment. And so um, I've learned to do the same thing with you. Pay mm-hmm. attention to your mood. How is she feeling? Is she feeling up to this? How was her day at work? What is she doing right now? Mm-hmm. Processing those things because just because it bothers me at the moment, it doesn't mean that in the moment is when I need to bring it up. And a lot of people feel like that. Mm-hmm. I need to address it in the moment. Well, mm-hmm. that might be the worst time right, to address it. Right, right. And so just learning that and, to, and being patient and learning how to address things and bring it up. It doesn't mean that you let it die mm-hmm. and then you never bring it up because if it bothers you, it bothers you. But knowing when to has probably been most important. That includes the infertility. When yeah. do I talk to you about what I'm thinking, how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. um, way asking you as a life events happen hey you good mm-hmm. um those those small things are really important yeah i think we've come to a really really good place um in regards to this journey um god has done a really amazing work in us um both individually and collectively 
Um, but what I would say is, you know, you go into marriage thinking that you are a great communicator. You go into, uh, you know, a job thinking you have the skills necessary to fulfill the requirements. And I went into the marriage thinking, oh, I'm a great communicator, only to realize, no, I don't really communicate. You know what I mean? I just deal with it internally and then I kind of push forward. And that's really detrimental in a um, marriage. And so I have had to learn and to grow and to say how I feel, you know. And, and one thing that I'm very much appreciative in our marriage and you know, specifically in this journey is that I can speak and not feel judged. I can speak and not feel like um, this conversation may go awry. Um, I think that you see my heart and my intentions, um, and that's really important to me um, that, you know, that is a core value of our marriage, that we see each other's hearts, we see each other's attention, and we know that you know, when something goes wrong, like leaving the cupboards open, it's not done in an ill way, right? It's not done, oh, let me just open this just to piss her off type of thing, right? right? And so um, looking at it from a different lens. Um, one of the things that I appreciate that we, we've gone through this year is therapy. And um, just being married to you and, and you being open to different things, right? And you pushing, you know, for, for different things. Um, I feel like that has just been uh, really, really great um, in the past couple of years. Well, speaking of therapy, mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, I remember, you know, it's interesting because you, you get all this advice from people and I got both good and bad advice get, getting ready to get married. <laughs> I got good advice, but um, yeah, you, I, you were getting some I, I would get some interesting things mm -hmm. like, you sure you want to do this? Yeah. And I was like, man, why do people get married if, if these people who are married are, are sounding like this is going to be like this? Mm -hmm. And so, um, but you know, I, I took it all with understanding that some people had been married for 25-ish years and they, have, they might have been going through something in that season mm -hmm. and things Rough like patch. that. Mm -hmm. Um but, you know, I took that in stride and it was important. Well, not really important. I took the good and left the bad because mm -hmm. some of y'all people out there, y'all, it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but you know, one thing I was happy to do was counseling, yes. premarital counseling. Pre-magical counseling. Pre-magical counseling. <laughs> yeah. um, do you think it was helpful to, to, to the marriage? Oh, and yeah. if so, what was one of the key things that you... Oh, yeah. So for me, one of the major things that I appreciated about um, premarital counseling or pre-magical pre counseling is um, our counselor was a Christian counselor um, and she just she just brought out things that may be th things that we would need to look into, right? Um, figuring out how we would navigate certain things, right? Things that would be red flags or cautions sign okay look into this you know research this i think um we did a really uh good session or two on communication how we communicate we talked about gender roles mm -hmm. um and are we going to have gender roles uh in our our marriage and um it was just conversations that we you and i never had before that were brought up that i was really happy that we were having those conversations you know, six months before the, the, the wedding date so we can kind of 
go through them and see how we we felt on on each topic how about you right i I think that that was a key thing is that they brought that um she brought up conversations that we didn't think about but also even though we agreed in the at the time Mm -hmm. in the marriage they may have come to mind and you just kind of like okay Mm -hmm. that's still okay Mm -hmm. um I'll give an example. Uh, Danielle was like, no, no gender roles. Gender roles, no. And I was like, absolutely not. We don't believe in gender roles. My girl hate taking out the trash. <laughs> she don't want to take out the trash to save her life. Like, look, she will pull out another clean bag and put it right next to the trash and have two piles of trash before she takes out the trash because she really... And for a lot of people, they... You know, even in in the TV world, Mm -hmm. it's the man who takes out the trash. And so it's, but do you, do I accept that that's something that my wife does not enjoy doing? And so because she don't enjoy doing, I'm pretty sure she knows I don't like taking out trash. (laughs) Like I don't look forward to today I get to take out the trash. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. It's not your life goal to take but out the trash. Do I, do I turn around and say, hey, I took out the trash last time. You need to take out the trash. Or do I say, she doesn't like taking out the trash. It's not that big of a deal. Take out the trash, Woody. Right. Um, and I think that, that you know, a lot of people hold on to those things that they talk about in, in premarital counseling right. as this is gold. This mm-hmm. is what we are. This is how we ought to move. This is how and we for me, it's kind of like, okay, so this is the base. Like, all right, like, we got, <laughs> I, I can't, I, listen. For but, those who don't know, Woody's an amazing cook, too. You know, and so, what does that, so, 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 you know. So we can't say that's a gender role because... And, and so that means also that I can, but I also turn to her and I'm like, Hey babe, you got to cook dinner tonight. Yeah. Um, and, and she'd be okay with that. And I think that's what that, that really helped me do is it took away some of those things, but it also helped me learn how to communicate when those things do come around, even though we said, Oh, this doesn't matter. If I feel like I'm taking over or I'm doing too much, I have the ability to say those things. Yeah, definitely. What are you most grateful for in our marriage? We don't argue. <laughs> but I mean, we, but that stems from even when we were dating in college. We never really. Yeah. Argued. I mean, we've been married five years mm-hmm. and maybe five arguments. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that. Like, we have a lot. We can we we debate. We, de- we, we, we debate. We debate. We disagree. disagree. But not but like, argue. argument. I would probably think we had one, and that was like in twenty. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah, and I and honestly, I think that was just a boil up from work, work, yeah. and 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 we family both. health, and yeah, we were, I, it, I think we both were exhausted. Yeah, we were done, and and so. It just happened that we both were the needle that broke each other's. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the fact that you know our family, you know, relies on us both ends, so um, it can be a little bit um, overwhelming. Um, so you're most grateful for the fact that we don't argue. We don't. We don't. We we talk. In in the reason why I'm most grateful for that is, um, unfortunately, we got a lot of friends who who we help because they end up arguing so yeah. much. Yeah, um, that's true. 
and and every marriage is different and mm-hmm. everybody goes through things differently that again we we but I, i'm grateful that we both know where each other's limits are mm-hmm. like we both know when to call it a pause right. it's not necessarily quits because we still have to figure out whatever we're debating about mm-hmm. but like you know like okay let me give him some time to process and i'm like she is a processor i gotta give her some time to process <laughs> right um, and, and for me that that's helpful for us. Awesome. Um, what words of advice? Wait, uh, what are you most grateful for? Oh, sorry. Oh, you, how are you just gonna, uh, hey. sorry. I, for me, what I'm most grateful for is the fact that we're friends. Like we, we joke around, we communicate, we have our little inside, you know, jokes, our little inside phrases. Um, and it's, it's really for me, very important to have someone that I can, you know, confide in, someone I can trust, um, someone's, you know, heart that I trust. Um, so I would say I love the fact that we're friends and, um, you know, we're, we're, we communicate. Um, and at the end of the day, like we are in it together. Right. And right. so when we're in a, in a bind or something happens, you're always like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um, I may not be able to see past the situation. You're like, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So um, I would say that would be um, what I'm the most grateful for. All right. So what words of advice would you give anyone um, who's married and they are having some difficulties in 2020? I was just reading an article about um, how... Uh, the rate of divorce is going higher um, through this pandemic. The pandemic has really um, caused a strain in a lot of marriages. What would be your words of advice for someone who's having a difficult um, 2020? Listen, 2020 has blessed many people in a lot of different ways. Yes. But all in all, 2020 been trash. <laughs> Um, I want the blessings, but a lot of 2020. We've been blessed. We've been blessed, it, but it's been it's been a rough year. It's 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 taken just as much as it's given. Mm. Um, and so what advice I would give, and, and and believe it or not, that 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 stems that goes into relationships, and in our and relationships impact other relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, your loved ones who are having difficult relationships impacts your relationship with that loved one because that person, no one wants to have a friend or a family member who's dealing in in a sad space, in Mm -hmm. a dark place. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think for me, the advice that I would give is as difficult and as troubling and as hard as it is take it back to the basics and Mm -hmm. have grace Mm -hmm. take it back to the basics and have grace wake up in the morning and leave a note on the pillow next to you even though you both are still working from home that says tonight we're having date night we're not talking about anything that's been getting on our nerves we're gonna have date night and and cook and put the candles out and turn on the movie and laugh and joke about the movie and try to take it back to why you love this person. Mm. Um, It's so hard when you're out of work and you're feeling like you're not contributing to the household 
and this other person is stressed because they know it's all on them to take care of the household Mm -hmm. and the kids are are fussy and uh, the house is a mess and you're still trying to find work and 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 family's calling and this Mm -hmm. and that and the car's not working and 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 Mm -hmm. and 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 Mm -hmm. and and it's so hard to sit back and remember but i still love this person Mm mm-hmm but we still have each other, but we've been through so much together, but we know that we at the end of the day can rely on each other. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's so important that we take it back to the basics. Yeah. Try to find the basics. Mm -hmm. I love it. I, I'm, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't add anything else besides, um, really making if, 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 uh, you know, finances allow really make it a point to seek, therapy and seek counseling it's always good to have someone who is neutral you know um come in and and help you process Mm -hmm. something um because if it's a spouse you may say oh it's because you know this or this you just feel this type of way you're seeing it through this lens but having someone who is you know neutral um can also help but that's but you know and and therapy is not in 2020 first of all there's a lot of three three there's a lot of free options out there for people who who work certain places or um, might be able to get a free session here and there but Mm -hmm. sometimes it's also taking it back to middle school Mm -hmm. and for those of us who are 30 plus in middle school we share composition books Mm -hmm. And you don't debate what the person says in the composition book. You read it and then you talk from your own perspective and your own experience Mm -hmm. and you give it back. And we don't talk out loud about what's happening in the composition book. We write it down Mm -hmm. in the composition book. And a lot of times that's a form of therapy in itself. First of all, it's allowing you to write down your emotions, Mm -hmm. but then you're agreeing not to debate what the other person write. You're reading it and Mm -hmm. you're moving forward. Mm -hmm. And with that, I have insight into your thoughts, your feelings, your mindset and all of that and sometimes you know when i say take it back to the basics technology don't mess us up yeah we read that we read half a text message and we're already responding (laughs) to the text like seek to understand not to be understood and so i say take it back to the basics i mean all the way back sometimes i love it love it love it love it uh any last words man five years five five years um for those people who are about to be married um, don't listen to the naysayers. Everybody's journey is a little bit different. Yes. For those of you who are in your first three years, for within the first three years, pe- there's gonna be people out there who's gonna be like, "Oh, it's coming." If it ain't happening yet, the big <laughs> one. It doesn't necessarily mean it's coming. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are at ten years of marriage, congratulations. We're on our way. Oh we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll catch up. Um, <laughs> we won't catch up. They're already ahead of us, but we yeah, get that. we'll catch up to 10 years and then we'll, <laughs> and then we'll make the mark at 15. Um, you know, just remember that every year is an accomplishment. Yes. Take the time to reflect with each other about the good times. Um, forget the bad, the yeah. bad ain't even worth it. Yeah. And celebrate. Celebrate good times. Come on. Okay, sir. I'm done. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for um, being on. This was an episode that was actually requested. Um, And then I was like, okay, yeah, I can fit it in. Uh, So thank you so much for being on this episode and uh, speaking with me about our five years of marriage. Marriage. Thank (laughs) you so much for having me. I appreciate it. All right, y'all. This concludes episode 74. 
of the Infertility Podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Infertility Podcast. Be sure to connect with me via social media. You can find me on Instagram at I am Danielle Joseph or on Facebook, Master Mentor and Minister. Or you can visit my website, which is www.iamdaniellejoseph.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.